Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Chalice and the Phallus podcast, brought to you by idiots. I'm talking some real chumps here. Morons. Goofs. Total dumbasses. Stupid, stupid idiots. All right, folks, welcome to episode two of the Chalice and the Phallus podcast. Um, I'm your host for the week, Dan. Joining me also are uh, Joe Elder and Miller comma matt our fellow <laughs> Dallas and Dallas leaguers and in the uh in the booth we have richie um who makes everything happen um we're going to uh say hi guys say hi real quick hello hey everybody welcome back what up world you can find me on the internet under the alias fanboat, but i also go by richie <laughs> Fanboat in the booth okay we're going to do a little bit of retread this week. We need to make sure everybody knows where our where we're coming from, where the league came from, uh, why we have such a stupid fucking name. Uh, Chalice and the Phallus, named for our trophies. Our championship trophy is a cup. Our last place trophy award is an 11-inch dildo mounted on a trophy stand uh, that the league loser has to display in their home. Uh, the competitors are well started out as a kind of a group of bowling green high alums that's where we all most of us met uh we've added some idiots <laughs> garrett along the way and uh <laughs> and some other people as culver if you if you none you know a few people that we we deemed worthy uh, despite not having been a purple um so uh that is the league um now Joe is going to give us a rundown of the awards we're going to be handing out every week uh, based on performances in uh, the weekly matchups. So uh, take it away, Joe. Yeah, we. I kind of ran through these last week, but looking back, We've added I, added, I added another one, so I thought we'd just go through it again. Uh, we have the, the BDOC, which stands for Big Dick on Campus. That'll go to the high point score of the week. And then we have, on the other end of the spectrum, the Micro Penis Award, a.k.a. the chip, which will go to the low point score of the week. Um, and then there's the Extends Performance Enhancer Trophy, which uh, that'll go to the manager of the week who made the move that most added to the performance of their team. The fourth trophy each week will be the Sword Fight of the Week, which goes to the matchup that had the closest point differential and these okay. are highly coveted awards so you should you should want these okay we're gonna we're gonna hand those out uh as we go over the each matchup individually right yeah that's what we're yeah, yeah 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 okay okay so now we have a new segment to introduce uh to the podcast which is the featured player of the week uh just quickly we're going to do a little featurette on uh each member of the league going forward um, kind of give you a little little uh, player history uh, so everybody gets a little bit of spotlight of their own. Uh, and the featured player this week is none other than our newest addition, Chipper Wilkins. Um, and where do you start with Chipper other than his dramatic entry into the league? 
that started with us kicking out Dexter for not paying his dues. <laughs> Miller, which Miller, I have to say, I, from my perspective, Miller spearheaded getting, getting that. Yeah. You, you have to put you, into motion. You know, you have to admit, he was never paying his dues on time. He was, you know, he wasn't involved at all in the league. At least Chip's somewhat involved. I mean, say he sucks at fantasy. We'll give him that. And he paid on, he paid on time. Hell, he brought us more beer to the draft. I mean, come on. We can't ask for a person. I mean, it, given it, I understand it was very frustrating for those that had to collect the money. Yeah. I think the past, the last few years with Dexter, I think he paid like halfway through the year and then not at all last year, (laughs) which led to the the ousting. But yeah, I think it was a yearly tradition for Miller to try to to push Dexter out of the league. Point being, he was was advocating for Chip when it became obvious that Dexter wasn't going to pay. So then Chip joined our ranks. Um, he inherited Dexter's incredibly shitty che- team, and uh, he took no, those lemons and no. he turned the lemons into lemon juice. Um, he, his first move was his first move was he jettisoned his best players. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had Dexter, to make it his own. <laughs> well, Dexter was yeah. Well, Dexter was only was on what fourth place at the time yeah, last year. Yeah. Chip came in and just completely. Dex- Dexter always had a collection of like ragtag and has-beens and somehow finished, I mean, did pretty well. Yeah. I mean, he put Dan to shame a few times, so. Well, that's not that hard to do. Um, so Chip uh, Chip graciously accepted the Dildo Award last year after coming in last place, even though he inherited a shitty team and made it worse. Uh, and so far this year, he's uh, he's he's trying to keep the tradition alive. I'm I'm giving him a run for his money. <laughs> he, did, uh, he did beat me so far this year. And we have to say he did look great in the dress at the draft. Yep. Oh, yes, and he, he is gorgeous. And I did receive a picture of the trophy on the display uh, in his front room. So I'm going to go verify that this week. So Chip, this is <laughs> going to be a test. This shows if you're. Uh, actually listening to the podcast or not because i'm gonna pop in and see if you've got it displayed yep chip's trying to follow the rules so far he's been a great addition he actually talks shit sometimes in the league chat which is more than we can say for everybody uh so he's he's added great flair and personality and uh, somebody to keep me company at the bottom of the ranks so i appreciate his addition so far um Chip being a new addition, he was, maybe we don't have as much to say as, about him yet as a fantasy player as some of our others. So the you know, best that's is yet our, to come. Looking forward to a bright future. Back to back to back dildo champion here. Yeah. Well, can Chip be the first back to back winner of the dildo? No, I thought Yates won. He won or, it twice. Yates has won it three times. I thought. No, uh, Yates is. Yates He's got last twice. place, and then Yates first. got last place before we had a dildo award. Yeah, no, he had the dildo. He he had it. Once. Oh, he's he he's it won it multiple started. times, but he yeah, won. He's won it one twice. of the times he got last was before we bought the dildo. Yeah, yeah. And I think Yates was like the first person. He went from worst to first, didn't he? Yeah. No. Yeah, did, that's, did he do that? Yeah, he did. Let's see, he won it last year. Miller, pay attention to league. I'm league happening. I am. I'm just trying. Hey, I'm trying. Who to knows? Go, so. We'll save it for the Yates profile. 
yeah, that's to be to be further future designated. Um, so that was that's the that's the chip spotlight for the week. We're going to move on to uh, the meat of the podcast. Discuss some of the matchups this week, starting off with Joe versus Nick. Uh, let's see. I believe it was a defeat for Joe. I'm, uh, I'm I got switching, my ass I'm switching, switching gears right now. I don't have all the I don't have all the information in front of me. Joe, uh, Nick what beat went me. Wrong? Tell us uh, what happened. Well. The way this year's been going, I've been alternating wins and losses, and I squeaked out a win last week, so it just so made sense that I should lose this week. And also, what went wrong is he scored 50 more points than me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. It was uh, quite a beatdown. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it was over on Thursday when my tight end put two points up, and then he got almost 30 points out of a, his receiver. Never recovered uh, from there. Should be noted that uh, his quarterback didn't even break double digits, and he still secured the win, Andy Dalton. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, solid. So. Pretty solid outing there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't put up a fight at all, but that, this, is, this next week is my week. Who you got this week? <laughs> This week is Dan, so hell yeah! Oh, that's the first the first matchup on here. And just to recap, I beat Dan ninety eight points earlier in the season. So yeah, that's not relative. Me. That's not relevant to this you week. You don't hear about that. So you can't, you can't fucking there. harp on that every fucking podcast. <laughs> I can't for entire years. Is the only time I played you. You ain't making the playoffs, so you know what? Okay, any again. any more analysis on the Joe and Nick matchup? Uh, Nick's just—he's riding. Do we need to rub some more salt? Well, hey, look, Nick's Nick's sort of back this year. He's had a few years off where he hasn't been allowed to do his usual research and pour over fantasy drafts and listen to different podcasts. So, and I gotta say, I'm not a fan. Nick's success causes me physical pain. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Nick will return to the mean. I, there's a lot of relying on a New England running back there, and it's <laughs> also hoping hoping that Nick, Nick Chubb now becomes the uh, man. So Nick I, Chubb, Nick Chubb just got hurt. I mean, oh, no, his, I, no, never mind. I was the other New England running back just got hurt. Uh, oh yeah, Sony Michelle, but he's Sony not. Michelle. Yes, he's not out for that long. I don't think. I think it might be a game or two. But, I mean, he's playing – here's the thing. You, he's playing that quarterback roulette with between Andy Dalton and Roethlisberger. So, yeah. you know, like he just – I mean, with who was that guy in 30 points this week But in the first in y'all's matchup? Sorry to recap Emmanuel there. Sanders. Yeah. And then White had a big week for him, and then Burton had a big week for him. So, and, and like you said, I, I just don't see that continuing you know what? all the time. You're right, Miller. He's a lucky bitch. He is, man. Just throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. Moving on, the next matchup on the docket is my matchup with Luke this week. The annual was, uh, Summers Bowl. That we all as, Miller, as Miller has dubbed we it so creatively. We love it when the boys of summer meet up. <laughs> they cross swords once again. Uh, it's another painful week for Wish me. I had I took run ready. Another, another L. 
uh, to drop to one and six. I don't feel I had a bad performance, but fucking Luke put up almost 150 points uh, on the arm of Andrew Luck and a generally an overall strong performance. Pretty uh, pretty even performance. Yeah, he was solid all the way through. My my uh, superstars performed, but uh, the rest of my team is pretty much waiver wire trash. So, I mean, but, uh, Dan, you had a good week, sort of but I think you're cursed this year. Yeah, uh, I do people. think you are. I mean, that, yeah. you've I, you've got the fifth most points in the league, and you've got one win. I mean, you can't, well, you can't. I've I've dropped down now, but I think I'm still in the top half. Top half of scoring. Yeah, you're, and, you're and fifth. Bottom. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I could harp on that every week, but you guys are probably going to get sick of me bitching about that week in, week out. So, yeah, lost another one, had a, even though I had a decent performance. Who knows when this, when this hell will end. Hopefully not anytime. You're a penny. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Miller. Um, any Anything else on that matchup, anybody? Uh, well... One of Luke's tight ends, Gronkowski's uh, hurt once again. So yeah. he's kind of, you know, he's going to have to – I play him this week, and he's going to have to run Randall Cobb out there too against me. So Is Kelsey out next week? No, Kelsey's playing, but Julio is on by. Oh, he's got so, a lot of injuries, doesn't he? Yeah. Why is he holding on to Marshawn Lynch on injured reserve? No, it's probably in typical Johnson fashion. He's hoping he returns this season. There you go. I'm done with that matchup. Like you all are both done with the summers. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up on the list is Chip and Adam, which this wins some kind of award, Joey. Yeah, I, I think this is a this is a double feature. Uh, Adam, Two awards. Yeah, Adam blew away the league this week thanks to Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes shit. And he's with uh, 156 points. He's the big dick on campus. And Chip, even though Chip started Thursday off with 32 points from his defense, he only managed to get <laughs> 49 points from the rest of his team. Uh, <laughs> We're to start and, with poor Chip here on his, on his roster, and, uh, man. Yeah, on Chip's profile week, he whimpers to the micro penis. <laughs> yeah, he he definitely did do that. I mean, Lashawn McCoy play has played the last two games, like the first series, and then decided that he wouldn't be hurt and has taken out, been taken out. So I mean, and then he got Sony Michelle get hurt. He's got some dude named O'Leary. Yeah, Sartre. like I don't even know who half his team is. I'm supposed <laughs> I'm supposed to be a Miami Dolphins fan, and I have no idea who Nick O'Leary is. God, we shit on we shit on Chip. Last week for always having somebody put up zero points, but he narrowly avoided that with LeSean McCoy's <laughs> point, tenth of a point but, this week. But here's the bigger question. When does Patrick Mahomes come back to earth? When, when does Andy Reid start shitting the bed? It, it's got to be coming soon. Or my question is, it's what, coming. what does Adam's it's... team look like without Mahomes? It's, regu- it's a regular Adam team without Mahomes. Yeah. Middle of the pack. He doesn't have much. He doesn't have. I mean, no one else is that impressive. Yeah, Melvin Gordon is good, but he's hurt. I mean, he's he's relying on Adrian Peterson as his backup, who 
at any moment's going to spank a child with a belt. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, Patrick, Holmes, Patrick Holmes is like Viagra to his team. It really is. I mean, hell, he got 19 points from Indianapolis defense. What the hell? Anyways, yeah. I'm can, sorry. Can you create a Viagra award for Adam? No, Dan, stop trying to add more awards. <laughs> God bless it, Dan. I just I want He's everybody to get an award, award every I want everybody to get an award every week. Dan just wants some dick related award to be handed out. They to can each be person. insult, they can be they can be bad awards like winning the dildo. Can be awards of shame. Just, just shut up. Miller. <laughs> the point of this podcast is open discussion. Yeah. Good thinking, Dan. We'll we'll um, we'll mull on that. Okay, yeah. Thank thank you for that dismissive response. I'm just going to throw my veto out there. <laughs> that it ain't happening. Anyway, let's veto. move on. Let's move on. Yeah. To, let's get my uh, fucking shitty matchup out of the way. Yeah, well, can, Miller. This was the matchup that I mean I expected to be the sword fight of the week because it was the top two teams facing off. Miller yeah. did not come to play. Did not. The Baltimore's defense, uh, number one defense, basically held uh, you know, my team in check here. Held Breeze in check to only two passing touchdowns and less than 250 yards passing. And you know, the having both Saints running backs kind of bit me in the ass on this one. Yeah. With Ingram not getting any. Uh, really uh, yeah. What was the What was the strategy there? Well, I mean. <sighs> Jordan Howard is playing New England, and I didn't, I didn't know if I'd trust him because he's been having shitty weeks, and of course I picked the wrong one there. Miller, it is, it is what it is. I just need Le'Veon to return, and I'll be fine. Cooper Cup to come off the injury. Do we have a quarterback controversy on your team? Mitchell Trubisky has been blowing it up the past two weeks. Thankfully, I don't think so, because uh, Breeze only has three more games outside the rest of the year. Uh, once again, uh, Cincinnati, and then he's got uh, Tampa Bay and Carolina. So maybe that Carolina game, uh, I might worry a little bit, might plug in Trubisky. But uh, besides that, the rest of Breeze's games are in dome, so I'm not worried about that at all. Why don't you fucking trade Trubisky to somebody? Try to get. I actually I did try to. Uh, he offered. I, uh, yeah. He you also offered me Trubisky for DeAndre Hopkins. No, I did. Oh, I was kidding on that. You know that. But yeah, I actually had. Uh, I may have Gary and I talked out a trade, and he didn't feel comfortable. So we. Uh, Garrett has said no. Has admitted that he doesn't. When he tries to make trades, he he wants to give up shit to get gold. So, oh, well, that's he doesn't have to admit that out loud. I mean, his trades are ridiculous. Yeah, you ever tried to yeah. trade with Garrett? Yeah, I like, mean, I me mean, so he he asked me to like give him a good player for nothing, and he said he'd just give it back <laughs> the next week. And I was like, what the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> he did so, the same thing with me. Yeah, so what he wanted out Trubisky for Juju, and then he was like, well, I need someone else because I'm kind of short receiver. So I was like, all right, Ridley or Ty Hilton. And uh, he just is like, no, nah, I kind of like Juju better, but I'm very interested in Trubisky. And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> that's how it is. And, kind of, and, he, and he's like, do you think Trubisky's better than my quarterback right now? I was like, I mean, I don't know. It's a toss-up between them, dude. It's fantasy. I don't know who's not. I mean, look at what happened this week. Trubisky yeah. puts 38 points, and I, Breeze puts up 20, so you never know. 
going into the matchup, Yates is averaging 143 points a yeah. fucking week. I mean, Todd Gurley hasn't. I was talking about earlier. He hasn't had less than 22 points uh, in a game, fantasy game this year, and he's outscored five. Was it five NFL? It's a. It's at least five own? different teams that he's just outscoring on his own. Yeah, pull it. Find it. He's might be even more. It's more. It's he's got more touchdowns from the line of scrimmage, fourteen than nine NFL teams. So he's got more more touchdowns from rushing than, or just you know in general than the Cowboys, Texans, Jaguars, Redskins, Giants, Cardinals, Raiders, Titans, and Bills. Jesus Christ! Shout yeah. out Titans. Fuck's sake, man. He's yeah, got, I mean he's got a you know. He's loaded. Progress back to the mean some point, doesn't he? His only question mark is his quarterback position, I think. But you know, he won it last year when he didn't even fucking draft a quarterback. So, right, yeah, that's true. But yeah, he but he's been having a golden touch. I mean, he started Carry On Johnson, who had his first big game, you know, ever, and then the yeah. Los Angeles. The Rams' defense got him 23 points. So he's, he's either – we could say he's been lucky or he's made savvy decisions with bench yeah. and starters. So, I mean – And I, I see on his bench – too much credit. Kenyon Drake is showing signs of life. Yeah, and Sterling Shepard, who I'm showing off too. So, yeah. Fucking Yates. As my team is going right now with back-to-back losses, it is appropriate that I've named it Big Cup of Shit. Yeah, well, I just thought you named that after yourself. But. Mm. Oh, man, well, I can't be a fucking shithead sometimes, I understand. Yes, you can. It's good reflection. <laughs> I, had, I had a then. Anyways, let's get on to the next matchup, which is Culver and Avery. Hey, Do we have who's the host here? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sick of dwelling on my... He just stole the baton. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else to say concerning the Yates? Miller's no. clearly done with it. Yates Miller does, Miller doesn't want shit. Miller doesn't want to dwell on his loss anymore, but I just had to say, Miller, you fucking suck. Good job this week. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Next up, Culver and Avery. <laughs> Uh, Culver and Avery, <laughs> they, they were both pretty close to micro penising it up. Yeah, I mean, Avery put up 82 points and Culver put up 97. So, and yeah, basically, yeah, outside they're the both sitting at the top of the league, outside the quarterback, they really, uh, well, that's Culver is, had a little help from Jarvis Landry. Last is, week. A, is Avery gonna have the same? Uh, Lucky did the past few years where he always has favorable matchups and has low scores? I don't think so. I think this year he's kind of – I think this year will catch up to him. But, I mean, he had his best running back, James Conner, was out. So, I'm by. That's Um, true. He – I don't – I shouldn't say that because he scored handily against my team. He he didn't get a lucky – he blew me away. When Le'Veon comes back, Connor's going to lose. They're going to probably be a 50 50 timeshare. Yeah. So he might be on the debt. This might be a preview of what's to come. This, yeah. This scoring. Yeah. So, I mean, I think these two will be right there in that uh, five through eight range. Middle of the pack. Year. Yeah. I don't see them kind of. Because, I mean, Culver, um, 
you know, he's Elliot had a bad game this game for him, but he got a big golf. I don't see golf continuing to put up. Uh, I think he he has potential for a big scoring game. He just won't always have it because they give it to Gurley so much. But there will be games where he'll. Well, he, well, he did. Up. He had that. He had that one against uh, Minnesota in Week Four where he put up fifty-two points. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. there's always potential for that, but then it's not going to be consistent just because of how the Rams spread it out. Yeah. Well, he's. I mean, Culver's got the makings of a squad that could, you know, a good core and and Green Lane Elliott that can help him keep him relevant. But like I said, I think he stays there. Oh, shit. I didn't realize Culver had Aaron Rodgers on the bench. Yeah, he's got Rodgers on the bench. Oh. Yeah. I thought for well, sure him, him and Andrew were going to make a trade back when Andrew's quarterbacks were swooning. Well, I take Andrew that back. Andrew thinks he's over Rodgers, doesn't he? <laughs> he His lover. His sour lover. grapes. He I feel like he, he shouldn't. He hasn't, he hasn't been a contender since he hasn't had Rodgers. Well, I don't he think Rodgers is – he hasn't been quite – put up quite as crazy numbers back when Andrew I know, used to but really is, it because, well. is it because Andrew doesn't own him? Like, <laughs> That's got to be it. Yeah, Andrew, well, it's all your fault. Yeah, but I can – I just think Culver has question marks, but he, I think he could supplant himself at number five, number six, make the playoffs. Yeah. Unfortunately, all these people look better than my team. What is this? The Jesus fucking Christ! Avery's Avery's like almost his whole bench was on a bye. Yeah, I know one player. I know the feeling. So this was actually this. So this was was actually the mid midway point of the season, too. By the way, really, it's fourteen weeks. It's thirteen. So thirteen. Yeah. So this is like we crossed the midpoint. Yeah. So we can We're give the a second you know. half. Shit. My team needs to find find themselves. Yeah, the playoffs are right around the corner. So start people will start clinching. Man, the past since Amelia's been born, I've basically been playing not to get the phallus. <laughs> and now it's you got baby it's a sad baby my big my big bye weeks are gonna be like 10 11 12 week 10 11 12 so in i don't crunch really time. Have, i don't i don't have a lot of hope i was looking at my team i don't have a lot of hope for recovery this season i think I'm, there's no chance of making the playoffs basically the good news is you've been scoring well enough to where you should if I, yeah if win I a win. matchup in the phallus ball i mean really all, <laughs> great all you Really, Dane, all you got to do is get to 7th or 8th, and then you have that bye and don't have to worry about it. That's true. <sighs> and Dan, plan not to lose. I enjoy not Dan. to get a dick. I enjoy listening to Dan suffer. It brings me so much pleasure. Well, you've get, been getting a lot of pleasure lately, then. You do, you do sound strangely aroused, <laughs> Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Miller's jerking off. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Avery, Avery Culver. Anybody, anybody? Going to us. All right, we're moving on. All right, final matchup of the week: Garrett versus Andrew. Uh, this Such says this has an award. Matchup. This has an award attached to it, Joe. Yeah, this uh, two awards. Oh yeah, this was two awards. Another really, double. Really header. condensed. Really condensed your awards this week. I mean, this it's aggravates how, Dan. It's how, 
That's how it played out. <laughs> this was really the only matchup that uh, was going into Monday and wasn't decided yet. And, and it kind of kind of went down to the wire. It was yeah, close. It went down yeah. to the very end. This meant won the sword fight of the week because Andrew beat Garrett by a mere five points, and they went back and forth at the end with Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham trading touchdowns. Andrew thought he was going to lose another nail-biter at the last second, but he pulled it out in the wind. And to top it all off, after winning the sword fight of the week, he also wins the Extends Trophy for his savvy management move of picking up Marlon Mack off waivers after Miller generously dropped him to pick up some shit tight end the other week. I don't want to talk about it. Damn, Marlon Mack put up uh, 30 points. He put up 30 points, which definitely contributed to the the win. So way to go, Andrew. Way to clean up, get the win, and two awards, which I think are even better than the win. Boom goes the dynamite. And, you know, Garrett had a surprisingly decent showing this week. Even though he had a defense that put up negative three points. <laughs> you have the Jet. He played the Jets defense. He did send us a nice video, though. Oh, my gosh. If Garrett. No, he wouldn't have. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, no he didn't leave anything on the bench. It's all zero. Have... No, I'm saying he would have. If he'd benched his defense. <laughs> He'd have been he'd have been within Closer. two points. Yeah. So Garrett, uh, he hasn't been winning in the matchups, but he's been winning in the message boards for the league. So that should count yes. for something. Yep. Keep those contributions coming, Garrett. Miller, any thoughts on this matchup? You've been uncharacteristically quiet. Nah, I don't really care about these two teams. They don't bother me, scare me. Well, that's that just makes for great fucking podcast content, Miller. You just, I can't. Just, I, I don't. Just, oh, I don't these two fucks. I don't, I don't. I don't care about their game this week. This is a good sneak preview for Miller. Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Coming up in well, part two. It's Andrew. We can't making fun of Andrew's like trying to make fun of the Pope or something. Well, the Pope's easier to make fun of than Andrew. I take that back. That's right. Why? Why is it? Why does no one ever make fun of Andrew? We'll, find, great we'll find out in Andrew's. We need to talk some shit on Andrew and his featured player of the week. which Coming is, he's, soon. He's due in a few weeks, in the next, yeah. in the next two or three weeks. So, Miller, would you uh, like to make an attempt at what Andrew's name means? I have no fucking, no, no fucking clue. Miller, you're so basic. I know what it says and I don't even see it. It's short for Eskimo tit, Miller. Duh. Obviously. Andrew's getting a lot of these days. There's a lot of Inuits and Atlanta. Atlanta. There's a big (laughs) refugee population there. Came there escaping the polar bears. Well, the ice caps are melting, you know. Yeah. Fucking global global warning. Global warning. Close. (laughs) Warning. (laughs) Pretty close. Getting hot. Warming.
All right, folks, that concludes the fantasy football-related segment of the podcast. So now we're going to move on to uh, uh, non-league items, uh, general interest, second half of the podcast. Uh, we don't have a title for this yet. That's on the docket for some reason. Just complete bullshit is what the title is. It's, it's Miller loves time. it. It's his favorite part. Um, now, uh, so now on to some Now segments. we're going to – now yeah, now we're going to hear uh, – a uh, word from our sponsors. I thought for a change, I'm going to read uh, the actual sponsors uh, that make all this possible because we, we basically use freeware. We don't pay for anything. So uh, I use VoiceMeter and Audacity to record us. We communicate through Discord, and uh, we publish to Anchor.fm, which distributes it to a variety of other hosting services such as Google. And apparently it's supposed to be on iTunes. We're not there yet. We're hoping we will be. So that's our ad read for the week. All righty. So moving on to uh, our uh, first item in the uh, general. Yeah, we do need a name for this. <laughs> <laughs> our homework this last week was to go watch the movie Venom. Uh, it's been sort of a mixed bag in terms of whether or not this movie's good. Some people like it. A lot of people didn't like it. Richie and I went to go see it. Did anybody happen to do the homework? Miller, did you see Venom this week? Fuck no. <laughs> Joe, did you ever get a chance to see Venom? I had family in this week, so I did not see Venom. When will you not have a family? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Richie and I went to go see Venom. Uh, Richie, you haven't gotten to talk yet. Initial impressions. Uh, what did you think of Venom? I thought it was pretty good. You know, I've heard uh, critics pretty much hate it. Uh, most audiences leave feeling they liked it is is what I've been told. And I, I agree. I think on the whole, it's a good movie. We're seeing, you know, I, I've, I've read a few reviews of it and critics. You actually, I mean, the reviews themselves are more mixed. They're like, some of it was good. Some of it was bad, which is pretty much how I feel about it. I mean, overall, I thought oh, it was yeah. entertaining. It was worth seeing it. I'm not extremely pissed that I spent money on it. Yeah. Um, now that movie passes in the past. Yeah, us. no more movie pass. Y'all spent real, uh, real money on it. Huh? Dollars. Yeah. Definitely, definitely worth seeing. I would say, okay, was it good, bad, or ugly? I can't really bring myself to say yes, it was good. Yeah, like, um, but it was entertaining. Yeah. Basically, it is what was you're saying. very. It was very not bad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> was it? Did uh, it just not know what it wanted to be? No, it didn't really have the focus no, problem. I, it just didn't uh, super excel in any category. It wasn't like uh, your frontline Marvel movie in quality or something. It's better than Thor: Dark World. Yeah. So, was it weird that Spider Man wasn't there? No, in fact, yes. uh, I didn't think it was weird. I think they managed to. Uh, it, he didn't do like web slinging, and uh, he had like he That's shot true. pieces of his body out, but and he didn't have the spider on his chest so i think uh oh really if you didn't know that he was a big spider-man thing i think he worked well, fine without uh, I it i think i think it was weird he didn't have the spider on his chest or it's weird that he didn't the only thing the only thing recognizable about him was his face other than that he was a big black blob yeah yeah it could really uh, be a totally different character the yeah, only thing could, that it could kind of be anybody yeah Hmm. But that say, given that they did at least make an effort, they did try to make him interesting, and he was kind of funny. Venom, yeah, Venom himself was kind of funny, especially kind of towards the end. 
some of his character development was pretty good. Yeah. I was not a fan of uh, some of the very final sequences, which were what was in the trailer. You know, the, the thing everyone hated about the trailer was the little piece of dialogue about, Oh, I'm going to eat your face and you'll look like a turd in the wind. And just like, Oh, you're talking, yeah, that's kind of, you're talking about the, that's, there's a scene at the end of the movie that has kind of has like not much to do with the rest. This is after everything's already wrapped up. Right. They just yeah. throw an, they have another scene in there. And I don't think that was not, necessary. Not they the could ending just, of, right. Not the no. ending of them. Not the big climax, but the, no, no. Stupid yeah, scene after. This was, yeah, but, just kind of a, and I don't think it was necessary. And I think it kind of screwed up some of the thing. Like it, it, it underwhelmed me at the end there. Kind of robbed me of the momentum. Yeah. So did, um, did the sim like I remember in that shit really shitty terrible no good Spider-Man three movie where <laughs> Spider-Man three got the the symbiote yeah. it made mm-hmm. Peter Parker into jazz and had to have long ass bangs <laughs> did uh did it have a similar effect on Eddie they seem no, to be kind of distinct sick. yeah just made it from the previews it makes him look like, it makes it look like he just gets really sweaty. He, he, he looks did seem like very shit. sickly the, the entire, whole movie. Yeah, the entire movie, and it was kind of he even talked kind of like he had the flu. Yeah, that wasn't too yeah. appealing. Um, he did. They yeah. they're basically two distinct things, and I think Venom is capable of. Well, I, yes, Venom is definitely capable of doing stuff on his own, and Eddie is capable of doing stuff on his own, and they kind of have a dialogue, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but it doesn't. He doesn't directly impact. Eddie's mind in the way that uh, he doesn't. It, yeah, he doesn't like yeah. influence his behavior. Right, not directly. They just they kind of have a a cooperation going on. They're just like roommates. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and he's not he's not really evil at all. No, he's yeah. not. It wasn't even. He's just like, kind of he's just kind of an asshole. Yeah. Other than the fact that he's yeah. uh, reasonably he's he's pretty readily willing to kill someone. Um, but it's not really out of malice or anything. And if Eddie says no, he doesn't. So, uh, you know, they're Batman. There's the most recent Superman Batman movie where Ben Affleck Batman kills a bunch of people. I mean, Venom is no worse than that Batman, you know? Yeah, but that's a really bad movie. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Let's, let's get Joe on the record saying that he hates that movie. But that's, <laughs> we have to do that every oh, week. So, okay. so. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, what do you give that movie? I'd give it. I give it a hard, hard uh, six and a half. <laughs> nice. Kind of floats around. I would give it a six as a floor, going as high as a seven and a half. So I it see, really uh, depends I've on my. Such a, I've never heard such a rating system. I mean, I, I literally. Mean, I give, I, if I give a movie a seven, I I would call that like a movie I like pretty well. I recommendation. Pretty good. Well, I'm I might be a bit affected by the whole point drift where anything under a seven is like trash nowadays. I don't know, so I don't mean to. I don't know. So sure, I'll put it. No. I'll put a six and three quarters. How about that? So, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a movie I would I would rent and watch. Oh yeah, it's definitely worth renting and seeing. Yeah. It, yes. Oh, is, it, there, is there anything else you want to know? It does. Uh, of just, as, uh, one, as one would expect. I I, we, there's, there's, we. I'm looking at the questions here, and there's, there's not much. 
there's not much on here we can talk about without just completely ta- spoiling the whole movie. Right. Yeah. It does uh, leave itself so very uh, open for a sequel. So, you know, will was it get Eddie, one? Uh, made, made a lot of money. Was yeah. Eddie a believable, incredible journalist in the movie? No. He was <laughs> He was clearly like a driven guy and all that. He, he had a direct character, but he didn't seem like he would hold down a job in journalism. Like the one scene where he actually did journalism stuff is like he did not even try for a second to do his job. He just like, screw the boss. I'm just going to yell at this I mean, guy. His big... <laughs> He knew he was going to get kicked out. He knew was, it was going to go got some, He got some blurry pictures on his cell phone and just left his cell phone in his boss's office. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. Case case cracked. No. Yeah. <laughs> These he pictures are all the evidence we need. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jessica Jones is a much better characterized private investigator than Eddie Brock ever was a journalist in this movie. <laughs> Eddie Brock was a, Eddie Brock himself was a bit annoying. His accent was a little annoying. He was always fucking sweaty and looked like shit. That's Maybe he'll be better in a sequel. <laughs> it was a good movie. Of, uh, what's his faces? That's Tom Hardy. Tom, kind of Tom deal. Hardy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he talks deal. weird and he's never loves his face being covered up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Anyways, you guys go see it. Would would recommend. Yeah. Go go see it, League. Okay, next week, homework. Uh we're all gonna watch Nightmare on Elm Street because we got Halloween coming up. Uh just our our small podcasting group here hasn't seen it. So So Richie, what stupid shit have you bought this week or bought recently that you wanna <laughs> like to let us know about? Well, uh for people familiar with me, uh you know, I, uh, my, my dad runs D&D screen printing, and uh, I've worked there for several years gaining a big art background. So I like making art for myself, and I do like uh, my share of graphic tees. So uh, you may be familiar with my Bobcat artwork design. Well, uh, recently, actually, I think I originally designed this last Halloween, but I made a design which added superimposed a Bobcat skull over the Bobcat. And it looked nice and spooky. And so I've printed some t-shirts that have the bobcat in a dark red. And then the skull is like a glow-in-the-dark thing over it. And I got those from D&D. And they turned out fucking awesome. <laughs> They'll be for sale on our website. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we get a website. Dallas <laughs> and the Phallus merch. In a Twitter handle. Yeah. Wait, I didn't authorize Stay this. Tuned. This is my personal yeah. logo. We can have Chalice and the Phallus shirts on sale. <laughs> Richie, you don't want to yeah, make, make some glow and dark. Logo. Make some glow and dark dicks and cups. Sell <laughs> <laughs> that for the. We'll sell that to the league. So Richie designed and bought his own T-shirts this week. <laughs> um, Richie's Richie's like a frontiers man. He he makes his own clothing. I charged myself an exorbitant art fee. Richie Richie knit these t-shirts by hand. <laughs> He's actually going to die from handling the the glow in the dark dye. Yeah, it's, it's, it's made with radon. Radon. Yeah. Radi- radium. radium. Not radon. Well, ra- radon's toxic too, but it doesn't glow. Yeah. I, I just use plutonium. <laughs> that works. Oh, yeah. Plutonium. Yeah. <laughs>
the uh, TLDR RIP Richie. Uh, I sure hope the Department of Energy isn't listening to this podcast because they are pissed that I took that plutonium. You are uh, you're already on their list. Yeah, uh, okay. All right, that's Fanboat's thing of the week. Next up on our culture corner, uh, sponsored by Matthew Kyle Miller himself. He loves this segment. Um, <laughs> I hate the segment already. Culture, culture corner is a strong word for it, but uh, we're just going to talk. That was about, that was the first title I came up with. I'm open to new titles for this one too. It works. We ha- we have too many untitled things, so it's nice to have one with a title. So let's, right. let's go with it. <laughs> let's, let's quibble about every fucking title. We can't afford to lose this one. <laughs> so uh, tell them what so culture corner is, Dad. Uh, just a, a brief explanation. Um, we're just going to make some rec- recommendations each week based on you know good show we saw something good we read something funny you saw on the internet be anything like that first up on the docket is joe (laughs) a show that he's passionate about i've actually seen some of the show it's pretty good i'm not yeah okay so you 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 have seen this has anybody else seen the good place i've seen the the first season the good place is fantasy comedy kind of show where while on earth every good or bad thing that you do is kind of gets a point calculation to decide whether you'll go to the good place aka heaven or the bad place aka hell and so the main character who's played by uh Kristen Bell she dies in like a tragic shopping cart accident and ends up in the good place the shopping cart part is is funny um also it's also got Ted Danson in it that yeah, Ted, distant, Ted Danson is the supernatural being. She finds herself in the good place, and she thinks she's there by mistake because she was a total asshole in life. So basically, she's trying to pretend to be a good person. Hijinks ensue. A lot <laughs> more exciting stuff happens. Tons of twists and turns. It's it was a better like mystery box show than than West. The show's from Mike Sure, who's the same guy. He was he worked on the office. He co-created Parks and Recreation and um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So it has the same like workplace com- comedy vibe and quirky characters, shit like that. Adam Scott. You should have let off that it's the same kind of. Pro- you said it was a producer or the writer from Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, I like that show. He's the co-creator. Please watch the Joe. show. <laughs> We're begging you. Yeah. Please, please watch the show. Joe gets a kick. Joe gets a kickback <laughs> for every really episode download. Joe gets yeah. a kickback. Anyway, right. sorry, Dave. Richie, Richie's up next with Ruby. R W B Y. It's pronounced Ruby. Oh, Ruby. Yeah, <laughs> it's spelled it, R W B Y. Okay, that was uh, so Ruby spelled R W B Y. So CGI. It's a cartoon made by Monty Um. Uh, Rooster Teeth. You may have heard of Red vs. Blue. It's a, a Halo Machinima series that's pretty funny. Anyway, so uh, in this show, the characters are inspired by fairy tale figures. It's got a lot of really neat combat choreography that I'm a big fan of. I've been watch- having fun watching it. Um, and <clears throat> I decided to bring that up this week because the season six premiere is this Saturday. But there is a special theatrical re- release in some theaters Thursday and. Uh, a buddy of mine are going to check that out. So I don't know. I was pretty excited about it. I think it's a 
think it's a fun show worth looking up. If you are interested, there's a something called the Red Trailer, and uh, it gives you a look at some of the combat choreography, and it is fun. So that's my bit. I've seen some of it. Yeah, uh, I think I saw the first episode, and then Richie showed me some of the fight choreography. Um, fight choreography is definitely worth watching. This is the trailer you mentioned. Does that have some of the fights in it? Yeah, that is that the one? trailer is the one uh, where she fights all the Beowulfs. It's just Ruby with her sight. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So check out Ruby. What, what's Ruby on Netflix? Uh, I don't think That's it's on Netflix on right Netflix. now. Um, it, you can watch it on the Rooster Teeth website, or the whole thing's on YouTube. So, yeah. And, oh, it's uh, on YouTube. Okay. Yep. And more Season. episodes will be out this Saturday. Uh, and where's the good place, Joe? It's uh, on NBC every Thursday. Must see TV. Is that for streaming? It's streaming too. Uh, we watched. Oh it. yeah, it's on Hulu. Oh, nice. Okay, we must have watched it on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it it's on the third season just started, but it's a thirty one of those 30 minute comedies. There's only like 10 episodes per season. It's easy to catch up. Yeah. Uh, my item for the week, it's a Netflix show called big mouth. Have any of y'all heard of the show? I've seen it. I haven't checked it out from, uh, what's his face? Nick Kroll. Yeah. Nick Kroll. You guys will recognize a lot of the people from the league in it. Uh, Nick Kroll's the main guy. John Mulaney's not, not in the league, but John Mulaney's really good. Hopefully, you guys know who John Mulaney is. I know who's Yeah. Yeah. John Mulaney's funny. Uh, Jason Manzukis is one of the main characters from the league. Yeah. All the guys from the all the guys from the <laughs> league play. Yeah, <laughs> Rafi from the league. Uh, what about uh, I mean? a lot of the guys in the league play a character. The show's really funny. I think the only guy in the league that doesn't play a character is the one that claimed to be in the September 11th towers. He's been like blackballed, right? He's yeah. He's, He's pretty much done. Um, a lot of a lot of other funny people. Uh, Maya Rudolph plays a really funny character on it. Uh, it's about kids. I don't. They're junior high or early high school, um, but it's like really foul, and they're they're dealing with their hormones. So they have like a physical manifestation of their hormones called a hormone monster. Hormone yeah. monsters are all really funny. They're like it's like what's going on inside their head, and they're telling them to like fuck everything. And, <laughs> they're really horny um, and actually it's actually if you look it up when i first saw it I saw the trailer for it it looked kind of stupid like the hormone monster part looks kind of stupid but they're actually really funny um they're kind of they're kind of what got me into the show but what's that show on? it's on netflix it's a netflix, netflix. Show, so. oh yeah you said that so uh Wait. season season two just came out both seasons are really solid so um and they're both really funny and they're they're both really i mean they're kids they're really foul and fucked up though um it's, it's not like a show for kids, so. that reminded me my rudolph and jason manazukas is also in the good place and to tie it back to football blake bortles plays a big part in the good place <laughs> blake blake bortles is terrible therefore the good place is terrible so there you go makes sense believe it or not dan i'm actually intrigued by your show that you brought up i'm actually intrigued by it shocking give it give it a try and at least watch like two or three episodes it's just a weird show you've kind of you've got to give it time to sink in john lejoie was in the league i believe he played taco i never watched the league is is he in in big mouth oh i don't think john what happened to him john lejoie is not in 
in Big Mouth. And the, a lot of the guys play they're, the characters they play. They're in like a few episodes, but they're like, like one-off me. characters. Not one-off. They they're usually recurrent. They're usually in a few, but um, the main guys are Nick Kroll, John Mulaney, Jason Manzukis, uh, and they're, Nick Kroll they developed it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's, it's John mainly. Did. Yeah, it's yeah, it is mainly Nick Kroll's. Nick Kroll plays one of the horns. Uh, there's another girl. There's a lady named Jesse something who's one of the main characters. Uh, it seems like something Jenny Slate should be in. Is she in it? Oh, Jenny Slate's in it, and Jenny Slate's funny in it. She plays a nerdy girl, but her she's she doesn't really sound like herself. Jenny Slate also in Venom, and she kind of sucked in Venom. I guess I like I really like Jenny Slate, but her character sucked. It wasn't her fault. Her character they didn't really they kind of shit on it, but. Jenny Slate's funny in, in Big Mouth. Um, she's kind of she's kind of a love interest for John Mulaney's character, and she's a nerd, and she has like these really weirdo hippie parents uh, that are funny. <laughs> Miller, what do you have to talk about? What is your what is your contribution to Culture Corner? So mine's not a TV show. Mine, mine's about the lottery. I just got to thinking, you know, with everything going on with it being what 1.6 billion dollars and all this shit. I was watching the Rich Eisen show on a lunch break, and Rich, Rich was questioning one of his producers, like, you know, what would you do? Would you give it to you know to your family? Would you help out friends? Da, da, da. And the guy's like, you know, Rich, yeah, I, I would fly you. I'll get you good season tickets to Michigan, and I would fly you, let you, you know, fight every game, all this shit. And Rich was like. What are you talking about? He's like, you wouldn't buy me the you wouldn't buy me a plane, you wouldn't you know <laughs> try check for ten million and give me that. And the guy's like, no. He's like, I wouldn't even give my old sister seven million dollars. So they're just giving him shit about it, like how you wouldn't you know share it with loved ones or help out coworkers and all that. And it got me to thinking. I was like, what would I do with you know with the money and help out like friends, or whatever you know? I'd, I'd help Joey out, you know, with his kids and. Build Richie a good little podcast studio so we don't look like a bunch of jackasses doing it. But then I was thinking, I was like, Dan, what, what am I going to do? That's all Richie Dan? really wants in life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about Dan. I'm like, you know what? I would get a dump truck full of fucking pennies and I would back it up to your house and just dump it right there in the driveway. <laughs> Nothing but pennies. But how much? How much pennies? How many pennies? Ever how Cut much oh. a dump truck? Yeah, topic for next week. We got to figure out how many pennies a dump truck can hold, and whether or not that'd be worth it. To Speaking have Miller... of the lottery, maybe we should go oh, in on on some tickets as a podcast, so we well, can quit the this drawings, fucking shit. The drawings tonight. <laughs> drawings already happened, or it's getting ready to happen. One or two. So I think shit. you missed out on that if you didn't get that. Also, well, I wouldn't tell. So I'd be on an island somewhere. Y'all wouldn't hear from me ever again. I I don't doubt that in the slightest. <laughs> well, Miller, well, but, our next art. That ahead. was a very good segment, well, Miller. I, I appreciate your just talking about a thing. I think it went well. Talk about I really do. Hey. I I regret. Miller made me like. Miller made me feel like I was in the front of the classroom giving a speech or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should have kept it short and sweet, fucker. My thoughts swam. Moving on, our next segment is tailored specifically to our resident curmudgeon, Miller. Um, and it is called, Does Miller Give a Fuck? We're going to throw some topics at Miller. We're going to see if he gives a fuck about him. 
Joe, you want to? You're first on the list. Um, do you know what your you know what your subject is? Miller, I don't know if you know this. The NBA is back. LeBron hasn't won a game yet, and he watched his team get into the first fist fight in years. Do you give Miller? A fuck? Did you watch the fist fight? I give half a fuck, and I give another half of no fuck. Oh shit! That I equals a... out to zero fucks given. Exactly, zero fucks given. All no, right. I actually did. I, I did enjoy the fight watching Rondo, uh, you know, retaliate against Chris Paul's little midget ass. Uh, so you were Team Rondo. I'm Yo, team Rondo. Rondo, Rondo spit you... in his face. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the spit, Miller? I did not see a spit, but I really don't care because Chris Paul's running his mouth. And you got Brandon Ingram. <laughs> you got Brandon Ingram flying in with a cheap shot at the end. No, Brandon Ingram went on, crazy. Man. Fuck him. Didn't Ingram start it all? He, he started it. He started it. Yeah. He like ran in to give a, a sucker cheap punch shot. at the end. Yeah, he got, it was, the, he got in the ref space too, like he was gonna fight him. Yeah, like he was like out of body. <laughs> That's really the only thing that can make me give any kind of fight yeah yeah i figured i knew you didn't give a shit about the nba but i figured them fighting each other would at least give you a little chub yeah uh, i was also lebron being 0-3 gives me a little bit of a chub too enjoy yeah that. yeah yeah very anti-lebron and i am a lakers fan so it's very unfortunate to watch the start of the season are they gonna turn it around yes Three LeBron. games into three games into a season that goes from October to June. They need to ship could, off Brandon Ingram it, and Rondo. It could be a sign of things to come, Miller. It's not nothing. Okay, done with that. All Girl right, my given. my subject, Miller. Do you give a fuck? Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson broke off their engagement this week. I don't give a fuck, and I think. I don't give a fuck, and I think they're two stupid fucks. So there's two fucks given because they're two stupid fucks, but I don't give a fuck about them. He doesn't give a fuck, but he gave them two fucks. <laughs> if that makes any sense to the audience. There's two, two fucks up, which is a bad thing. <laughs> they're idiots. They got tattoos of each other on their body. All that oh, shit. Oh, they do? Yeah. Miller, yeah, had, you know more about this than me. Bar, they had, Barstool, they had to, wrote, Barstool wrote about it. They had to cover up tattoos that they got for each other. Yeah. In their whirlwind oh three-month romance. We're I giving like, too much fucks here. I like Pete Davidson, but I don't think I like... I, I don't. I just don't care about Ariana. She's, yeah. I don't really know. I'm not sure, quite sure who she is. Uh, I know, because I, I know that makes me sound like a fuck, but I kind of am. Um... Do you want me? Do you want another? Do you want another? Do you give a fuck from me, Miller? Sure, Dan. I've got, I've got a backup one here because I didn't give a fuck about my own. Um, <laughs> okay, so are you familiar with Elon Musk's boring company? Yes. He's boring. He's for those that don't know, he's boring big holes under Los Angeles to run tunnels with fast electric transit through for pneumatic uh, tubes. No, for cars and people uh, with electric, they're like a, they're like a little a subway car. system. Yeah, it's like a subway system to try kind to alleviate. Like, it's like little, little electric shuttles with people in them, or you, the, you put your whole car in it, and they go 
they go 150 miles an hour and they they're gonna you know quote may you know they might it might revolutionize transportation okay Dane, let's get to LA. the point where, where do, are you going with this oh so he claims fight? he claims it's going to open up in december early december do we believe in elon musk anymore He's, he makes a lot of lofty promises, and he delivers on some of them, but not on his time frames are notoriously suspect. So I feel like uh, he's was, taking a lot of L's this year. Yeah, I was shocked to hear he thinks it's this is all going to be functioning by early December, which he he makes an announcement like a month in advance. Yeah, that sounds like him. I give yeah. zero fucks. We'll give some, zero fuck. Miller has not given many fucks so far. What? Dan, that's some West Coast LA elitist bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> don't really, don't really care. The, the only way really we're going to get Miller to say that he gives the fuck is if we talk about the fucking Cubs or the Bears or some stupid dirt shit Chicago team. No, there's stuff out there that about you should have to figure it. Let's see if Richie can get him to give a fuck. Well, I uh, oh yeah, Richie. Forgot the segment that I had because I had something besides. Uh, let's let's start with what I had before. Uh, do you give a fuck about the podcast segment? Does Miller give a fuck? Miller gives a fuck. <laughs> All right, we got one. There we go. <laughs> now Miller's got third person. One and three. All right. Miller, Miller does give some fucks. Oh, I um, I'm thinking of something that I was prompted by Dan. Uh, speaking of Elon Musk. Uh, the the guy's supposed to send me a flamethrower one of these days. So I don't know. He says I'll get it with the next. Got your flamethrower. Oh, no. You bought one of those. You bought one of flamethrowers. To be fair, Elon Musk was very cool, like eight months ago. So yes, <laughs> <laughs> I give well, a fuck about uh, that. Branding branding aside, is not a flamethrower the perfect item for what the fuck did Richie buy this week? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be yeah. sure to talk about that one. We'll we'll have a video of it because uh, we'll be sure to demo it during the the shootout between Dan and Miller once we because ho- hopefully I'll have it by then. I hope um, you have renter's insurance when you get your flamethrower. Oh, good point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I am not the kind of person who should have a flamethrower. But yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> All right, All right guys, uh, closing closing thoughts. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Anything you thought of that you forgot? Anything else you want to say? Uh, it was just Nothing great to talk. You. Great to talk to you guys, even though you rushed me to where I still smell like dick and balls after my basketball game. <laughs> oh, rushed you to get here, not not rush you during the podcast. I, I will say I think this went better than our previous two attempts, so it's coming along. I was feeling one. better about it so far. Yeah, uh, we're, we're getting there. Richie <laughs> needs to get a stopwatch because that's just fucking unacceptable. I'll just set an alarm. 15 minutes yeah. of lateness. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of, they, they need me. Everyone else is expendable. <laughs> <laughs> Richie, Richie's going to make it this it's funny. On his own I'm, I'm the least relevant person, but the, the, it's going to um, be, it's going to be very avant garde. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go in very Kubrick with it. Yes. I'm hungry. Uh, Okay, guys. So Joe's all hungry. Right, that's here. all. That's all we've got. Miller's chomping at the bit, and he's already gone. In all likelihood, yep. just like he fucking quits Adios. out of Fortnite. Quits out of Fortnite matches. With Check him. out he's that out. video I recorded of him just leaving. There he goes. Um, yeah, we left to go eat dinner and left us to fucking die. There's a pretty good. Um, yeah. 
if you guys have made it this far in the podcast, you're actually still listening. Uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, join us next week. Just as a little tease, our featured player of the week next week, it's going to be none other than Garrett Phillips. We're going to give a full rundown of his uh, league triumphs and his, uh, his success on and off the field and his, his major, major contributions, which are not insignificant. Um, uh, so uh, let's uh, take us to the ad for uh, for a closing moment. The Chalice and the Phallus podcast is brought to you by Lesbian Beard Burn, live in Seattle. Get your tickets now on uh, chaliceandthephallus.com. <laughs> they are, they are, of course, a an acoustic folk band. Here's our post credit segment filled with some outtakes, ladies and gentlemen. Your moment of zen. Do we need to do a welfare check on Richie? You don't understand. I have the power. None of this is making it into the podcast. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stop mumbling. Global warming. There we go. You've been mumbling your whole fucking life, Miller. What's, what's going to nah, change no. now? At least That's Miller believes in global warming. We need to get closer to 45 minutes than like over an hour. Right. No one's yeah. going to want to listen to this for an hour. But I think... Special thanks to Rich Stewart for the penis pump.